Welcome, welcome, welcome back, everyone. You are listening to Totally Woman, the podcast. I am your host, Rosemary Crosdale, and I want to just take this opportunity to extend to everyone my sincere gratitude for listening to episode one. Oh my God, I was so overwhelmed by all the different love notes and appreciations that were sent out on my social media, as well as on Facebook and Instagram. Y'all know I had to join Instagram, so now I'm on Instagram. You can follow me there on Rose underscore Cross One or my Facebook page. And for those of you who did not hear episode one as yet, you can listen to the episode one on ICN.DJ. I'm going to say that again, ICN.DJ, or you can listen on Spotify or wherever you get your podcast from. I would really appreciate it. Again, thank you so much for your support. I really, really do appreciate it. Ladies, so let's delve into it. It's about the end of summer. Yeah, summer is almost over. And I know that you guys have prioritized everything. It's almost September. You're getting the kids ready for school. You're school shopping. Some of your kids already went back to college. I can't believe that, but it's true. Some kids already even started school, depending on where you live. If your child is in a charter school or so, some of them may have already started. I know you went to Staples or if you're online shopping, because that's the thing now. None of us want to be in the stores, right? So all the books, the backpacks, the lunch boxes, you know, everything has been prepared and you guys have done an amazing job. And I want to commend you for that. You're doing your thing. Absolutely amazing. But where do you fall on this list? When was the last time that you prioritized you. And I mean you. You're a mom, you're a wife, you're a girlfriend, you're working, you're just doing the business. You're doing the damn thing, right? You're doing it. Yes. But where are you on this list, ladies? When was the last time you had a physical? Yeah. What's a physical? Yeah. Some of you are asking that question right now, right? What is a physical? Because maybe you haven't had one. It's probably been years it's probably, you know, sometimes you're getting, like I said, the kids are getting ready and that's who your focus is on. But I want you guys now to put the focus on you. So if you haven't had your physical done as, as yet, now is the time to get that done. And ladies, we have to make sure that we're taking care of ourselves. If we're not taking care of ourselves, guess what? We can't take care of anybody else. But a lot of times we end up pouring so much into others that we neglect taking care of us. So I want you to call your doctor's office, visit your clinic if you don't have a primary care provider, and get yourself set up for your physical. And this would be your annual physical. When I think about September, I think about the kids going back to school. But I also think about that as the beginning of the year. I know the year starts in January. Yes, I do. Don't get me wrong. But it's like a change, right? The season, it's not quite, summer is almost finished. It's not fully finished as yet. But we're getting into fall, right? Because sometimes the weather is a little bit different. 
So here you go now, you have transitioning from summer and you're transitioning into the fall. It's a change of weather. It's a change of seasons, right? Some of you are starting new jobs. Therefore, I refer to September as a new beginning. So during this new beginning, let's put you now on the list and get some of these things done. Doing your annual physical would make sure that you're getting some necessary screenings that you haven't had done in a while done now. What are some of those things? So your physical would include an eye exam, for example. I know some of you, you're out there, you're driving, you know you need glasses, right? Not just to read on the computer, but you may need glasses for distance. When was the last time you had your eyes checked? A physical would be something that would help you to get this done. When was the last time you had blood work? Yes, I said it, blood work. Some of you have a history where your family has diabetes, they have hypertension, cardiovascular issues. Where do you fall on the spectrum? Do you know where you fall? Do you know what your risk factors are? Do you know what's going on inside of your body? So now is the time to get your blood workup done and this will also give you an idea as to what do I need to do for myself? Is my blood pressure high, right? Is my sugar high, my blood sugar? When you did it, they may want you to do a fasting blood sugar as to get a better idea of what your A1C level is. A1C, what is that? A1C would be something that we're checking to see, and this is the goal level where we would want our sugar level to be. So your A1C, we would say that we don't want it to be above seven. We want it to be five and six or lower. And ladies, what is this going to determine? Are you pre-diabetes or, or do you actually have diabetes? The risk factors put you at risk for it. Yes, genetics may also play a part, but our risk factors as well. Certain things that we're eating, we're overweight. Yes. You know, people are like, okay. And, you know, a lot of us, we're doing that. I'm included in the list as well, although I'm not diabetic. Because even though you're a big person, sometimes it doesn't mean that you necessarily have all the issues that there are. But we still want to know where we lie on the spectrum. How is your blood pressure? Ladies, if you're not aware of this, cardiovascular disease has become an issue now among women where women are suffering from heart attacks at a higher rate now, more so than men. Because a lot of times we're misdiagnosed. You go to the doctor, if you're not complaining of chest pain or something like that, then you're probably not taken seriously. So sometimes they have to differentiate. Are you really having chest pain or what is it that is going on with you? Okay. So these are some of the things that we would want to get done. And this will include a part of our annual physical. Another thing, your vaccines, right? Some of us, you were vaccine probably when you were in school, you're not in school anymore. And sometimes if you're not working in the healthcare system, certain vaccines are not required. But are you vaccinated for some of the basic ones, the ones that we had when we were younger? Do you have your MMR, for example? That would be the measles, mumps, and rubella. If you don't have and you're not sure, then your immunity level can be checked. And it's checked with a simple blood work to see if you are immune to any of these diseases. And if you're not immune, you can actually get a booster dose, which will bring you now 
up to date. Okay. Tetanus or tetanus shot that is given over 10 years. If you're not sure, then that's another thing that you can get boosted for. If you're not sure when was the last time you had your tetanus shot, we're going into flu season. I know with everybody now it's, you know, a big stigma. You do you take it or don't you take it? And for whatever reason, Whatever your beliefs are and however you feel, there are guidelines and there are things out there to protect us, okay? But we just have to utilize them and we have to take advantage of them, right? So my thing is each one teach one. So this is why I want to impart this knowledge onto you so that you're able to make the proper decision for yourself. Where now you're prioritizing yourself. If you are age 40 and above, you would need a mammogram done. When was your last mammogram? Some of you haven't had a mammogram in forever. How do you know if you have the BRCA gene or if you don't have the BRCA gene? The BRCA gene is one of the determining factors for people who have breast cancer or are diagnosed with breast cancer. So if you're 40, you don't have a maternal grandmother or your mother was not diagnosed with the BRCA gene, then you can get your mammogram at the age of 40. But if one of those maternal mothers or grandmothers were diagnosed with the BRCA gene, then you would want to have your mammogram probably done much earlier because now you have a predisposition of getting breast cancer. Having the BRCA gene is one of the determining factors that will say that you can get breast cancer. It is very important, ladies, to get your mammogram done. Another thing that you can do for yourselves, though, once a month, you can do your own self-breast exam. All you have to do is just make sure that around the third or fifth day of your cycle, or for those who are not having their cycles anymore, like myself, who is probably in perimenopause going into menopause, sometimes our cycles are irregular. Just pick a day each month that you're saying, okay, this is the day I'm going to do it. And you stick to that day and you try to be as consistent as possible. Okay. So you're using the pads of your fingers, go around in a circular motion and make sure you go around the entire parameter of your breast. For some of us who are a little bit more voluptuous and have a little bit more breasts, we may have to lift up our breasts to go underneath. Another thing too, we should be doing our armpits because when we're checking on our armpits, this is where the lymph nodes also will drain in right? So you also have to palpate under your armpits as well. Ladies, when you're doing this, you could take it around the time when you're doing your shower. You have to look at yourself. Look at yourself in the mirror. When was the last time you look at yourself in the mirror, right? You want to make sure that your areola and that is around your nipple area. You want to make sure that that color is consistent throughout, okay? So those are the things that you're looking at. You're looking at symmetry, right? What do I mean by symmetry? That your breasts are equal and around the same size. Usually one side of us is bigger than the other and it's usually the left side and that is very normal. If there's significant asymmetry, these are things that you want to show and talk to your doctor about. 
if you're noticing dimpling, just like how you look at the orange skin, right? And you see those dimpling that occurs around the orange peel. If you notice those things on your breast, you want to make sure that you're showing that to your doctor and talking to your doctor as well. Squeezing your nipples, checking for any odor and discharge from your nipples, right? You shouldn't be having any of those. Unless you're lactating and breastfeeding, then there shouldn't be any abnormal discharge coming from your breast. Okay, ladies? So it's very important to add your mammogram as well and make sure that if you are not of the age where you need to do your mammograms early, you're practicing. Even when you start having your periods, you know, you can start doing your self-breast exams. Very, very important. I know when we think about a colonoscopy, that a lot of people get grossed out by that. But what is the age that you start doing a colonoscopy? Colonoscopies are usually done anywhere from 45 to 50 years old. And a colonoscopy, if you have no issues, people now are suffering from maybe irritable bowel syndrome. Some people have ulcerative colitis, Crohn's disease, different things like that. You have no issues like that, then you would probably have started your colonoscopy maybe at an earlier age. But the normal age around when we start doing our colonoscopy is 45 to 50. A colonoscopy, we're doing this because we want to prevent colon cancer. And this is one of the ways that we can do it in order to um, prevent that from happening. So I know that a lot of you are going to say that this is gross, but ladies, when you go to the bathroom, you need to look back. Yeah, I said it, look back. And look back before you flush. Don't flush and then look back. You got to look back first because you got to look back at what you're flushing, right? Make sure there is no blood in your stool. These are things, ladies, that you would want to tell your doctor. If you notice these kind of changes, now you're going from being really, really constipated. You're having a very high fiber diet. You're eating properly. And you're still noticing that one minute you're constipated, the next minute you're having diarrhea. These are things that we would want to make sure that when we're getting our annual physical, we're talking to our doctors about. And sometimes we go in for a physical and we forget certain things. In order not to forget, write them down. You should always feel encouraged then you know, to ask these kind of questions without feeling like you're doing something wrong. You're not doing anything wrong because guess what? You're trying to learn and you're trying to know what is going on. Okay. Another one of our exams that we so frequently neglect is our GYN exam. When was the last time you had your GYN visit, right? Some of us haven't had one in such a long time. Some of you may say, oh, I'm not sexually active. I'm not pregnant, you know, nothing is going on with me. I've been with the same person. I only have my husband. I've been with the same partner for years, so I don't need to go and check for the, to do a pap smear or anything. Well, the first age that you would get your pap smear done is the age of 21. Usually we should still be having a pap smear around every three to five years. If you have changed partners, then you should definitely get a pap smear done. What a pap smear is doing is making sure that it's checking the cells in our cervix to make sure that we're not getting cervical cancer. So that's what the pap smear is there for. For STDs, 
sexually transmitted diseases. And in the healthcare field, I work as a nurse. I'm also a nurse practitioner. And in this day and age, some of the STDs that were on the down low, meaning that for a long time, we weren't seeing that many people getting them. Nowadays, they're getting more prevalent again. I'm talking about syphilis. I'm talking about gonorrhea. I'm talking about herpes, okay? These are some of the STDs that we're seeing manifesting back again. For a while, they were very low or it wasn't as bad, but now we're seeing them on the rise again. You know, people just think of contraception, which is birth control, you know, to prevent pregnancy, but we're not thinking about protecting ourselves and protecting your lives, ladies. You need to be using a condom. If you're with someone that either you just met them or you've been dating them for a while, you're not sure of your status, then you should use a condom. And if you're being introduced to new people and this is someone that you're going to be with, then both of you should probably be getting a blood work. In this day and age, these are things that we can do to protect ourselves. It's no reason for you to be getting HIV or for you to be getting, you know, syphilis or gonorrhea when these things are preventable. So using a condom is very, very important if you are not sure what your status is. Another thing that sometimes as women, and this is normal, this is not an STD, but so many of us have issues with it, right? You know what I'm talking about. This is bacterial vaginitis. With bacterial vaginitis, what happens is that we change the normal pH of our bodies. Our normal vaginal pH should be about four, but sometimes, you know, maybe with stress, like I said, you know, you're inserting different things inside of your vaginas. Like, for example, you're douching. We should not be douching, ladies. I'm against douching. Douching is a sin. We do not douche, okay? So no douching because douching definitely gets rid of your normal flora. And that will disrupt the pH of your vagina. One of the classic hallmark signs for bacterial vaginitis is a fishy odor. If you notice that you have this fishy odor, and sometimes it could be like a whitish grayish discharge, if you notice that you have that, that could be a possibility that you have bacterial vaginitis. Some of you, you probably have been down this road before. Okay, if you are sure that bacterial vaginitis is what you're treating, then go ahead and treat it. But if you've never been diagnosed, you really don't know what it is, you have this odor, but you can't really tell, you're not sure, you should definitely visit your GYN to get an actual diagnosis that what you're actually treating is what you have. A lot of times now, with the implementation of, like I said, so many things on the market, so many different products, so many things that I'm seeing that they're telling people to do to get rid of bacterial vaginitis, you should actually be getting an official diagnosis before you go around and trying to use some homemade or whatever kind of product, you know, in your vagina, not being sure of what you're actually treating. Also, ladies, let's look at our menstrual cycle. Are your periods painful? Are they changing? Is the flow changing? Are you soaking more pads or tampons than you normally do? So sometimes, some of us, we have heavy bleeding. Some people have moderate bleeding. But 
If you notice a significant change in the flow of your menstrual cycle, of your menstrual period, these are things that you want to discuss with your GYN. Because remember, if you're bleeding too much, you can become really anemic. Your iron level is low. Sometimes all of a sudden you're craving things that you never normally crave. For example, ice, right? You want ice now, you're feeling dizzy. These could be indications that your iron level is low. So if you notice these changes in your body, you want to make sure that you're talking to your GYN about them. So ladies, prioritize yourself. Like I've been saying, we want to make sure that we're definitely getting our physical in for this year. And if you're due for a colonoscopy, for example, if you're due to get your mammogram, if you're due to go to the GYN doctor, let's put these things on the list where we're making sure that we're taking care of us. There is only one of you. Therefore, you have to be a priority. You have to be a priority. When you're gone, there's no one else. So you have to be a priority. A lot of times we put off so many things. We put it off. Let me do it tomorrow. I'll get my exam, you know, later on. We put off so many things that can contribute to our well-being, to making us better persons, to making sure that we're staying healthy, right? We put them off until it's too late. And then now you cannot go back and change anything. We can play catch up, but now you have to maybe go on medication that if you had had a screening done, you probably wouldn't have to be on medication because there could have been some lifestyle modifications that we could have done that could have assisted us before we get to this level. Screening is very important. We want to screen before we actually get the disease. That is why we're screening you. We don't want to wait until you have the disease because guess what? Now we have to actually treat the disease. This is why ladies screening is very, very important. I know it's hard. I know it's hard. I don't care if you have to make a list and add your name to the list, right? You already took care of the kids. You already took care of what you're taking care of. Now you make a list and you put your name on it right? Put your name on the list. Because if that's what it takes to get you to do what you need to do, then that is what it takes, right? Put your name on the list. Put some check boxes, physical box check, colonoscopy box check, mammogram box check, GYN box check, right? Just to make sure that you're getting everything done, you matter. There is only one of you, only one of us. There's only one of you, ladies, only one of you. Look in the mirror and say to yourself, I matter because you do matter. You do matter. But guess what? You have to say it and you have to believe it because if you don't believe it, you're going to think that you're, you're not worth anything. And that's not true. You are worth everything, but you have to believe it in order to make it happen. Our minds play so many tricks on us sometimes. It tells us that you can't do this. You're not worth anything, right? But guess what? You matter. 
You matter. Look at yourself in the mirror and you say it until you can start saying it to yourself without the mirror. And guess what? You start believing it as well. As always, I like to say, inspire, motivate, and uplift each other. But today, I want to say you have to inspire you. I want you to inspire you. What do you want to achieve? Set small attainable goals. Inspire you. Motivate you. Forgive yourself for your past, ladies. Forgive yourself for your past. Stop looking behind you. I have to say that to myself as well. Stop looking behind you. Motivate yourself. I can do it. Girl, you've got this. Yes, you've got this. Dust your shoulders off. Motivate yourself. Pat yourself on the back and just keep it moving. And lastly, uplift yourself. Be kind to yourself. Yes, be kind to yourself. Treat yourself, right? Do a little self-care for yourself. When was the last time you went and say, let me get a little massage? Do something for yourself. Uplift yourself. Be kind to yourself. Encourage yourself so that what? you can walk into this next season of your life.